0: Hello, and welcome to the Memory Lapse Podcast. As per usual, I'd like to apologize for last week's episode, and I will introduce myself with that out of the way. I'm Tim. I'm Genji. Tyson. Oh. <laughs> do re mi e Okay, that was the... That was not even Anywho. um, Anywho. Anyhow, uh, as we've been begging for people to contact us at uh, memorylapsepodcast at gmail.com, somebody finally did, and predictably... Woo! Predictably, okay, now the pomp and circumstance that we didn't need is over. <laughs> yes, it was from uh, Travis, whom I said was going to be the one that sent us the email. So, of course, what's happening MLP, which, of course, Memory Labs podcast has He's the same lying initials. As my little as, nah. I think you guys <sighs> should start doing weekly slash bi-weekly brews built around bulk rares. Something like the Jim Davis SCG Thursday Challenges. My vote is for a spicy brew around lupine prototype and standard. Wow, this was supposed to be spicy. I didn't get that in the email. <laughs> P.S. <laughs> My bad, I'm bland. The duck that <laughs> chimes in at 103 in last week's podcast is a great fourth member. Signed, superfan Travis. So. Uh, I don't know like, what he means what? by. Yeah, it. I don't either. I'm not sure if somebody farted. Then that might be the possibility.
1: I know I farted during last week's podcast because it was asked for. Oh yeah, we it might have been prior too.
0: Because it was like near the end, which he says one hour three, so that might be where it, could it is. Be. Uh, could be, could be. Yeah, yeah, because it was. Yeah, it was there. Longevity well, so anyway, jokes for you folks. So Travis, uh, <laughs> Travis did not fail to deliver as the the secret fourth member that's never actually been. The <laughs> fart was not the fourth member, Travis. However, you are the fourth member, as being the only one that consistently puts up with this nonsense. So, uh, this is true. So, what we did for this episode, because I had no idea—I thought Tyson had an idea for this week's episode from the way he was acting at the end <laughs> of last week's. No. So, either he had a, had an idea and forgot, or he's just trolling like he's known to do.
1: No, no, I uh, mentioned yeah, that we could start doing brews at the end of episodes if people were interested when to send in stuff. And I didn't really have any direction. I remember saying during last week's episode, because I listened to the last 20 minutes, just to make sure, again, um, and I did say that I did not know what we were talking about this week. Okay, okay. (laughs) You Um, never know what we're talking about. Sometimes we have an idea. Like this time.
0: Yeah, we do have an idea this time. Yeah, we have an idea that was somebody else's, but whatever, we have an idea, so we're running with it. We are, in fact, building... I'm not entirely sure what he meant. Well, What do you think he meant by spicy? Um, Definitely
1: not what I did. I did something super vanilla. When I'm thinking spicy brews, I'm thinking like, all right, you know, there's this really cool card, you know, Lupine Prototype, Yeah. and something spicy would be like something you wouldn't expect, something that would be like, wow, that's really cool. I did not expect to see that coming in this type of deck. Oh, okay. Or something along those lines. That's what I think when I think of Spicy Brews.
0: I probably didn't do it either, to be honest with you. <laughs> so uh, who do you want to go first here with this? Um, I feel like I'm the
1: most vanilla, so I'm just going to go first and get the disappointment out of the way. Sure thing. Okay. Go ahead, buddy. Um, I named mine Red Green Prototype. Of course. Because <laughs> it's a prototype built around the it's, uh, prototype. It's Gruul <laughs> Prototype? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, technically Gruul. Yeah. And it is basically Werewolf Stompy. <laughs> okay. Fair. So the deck list is... 4 Village Messenger, Mm -hmm. 4 Kessig Forgemaster, 4 Lamphole Pacifist, 4 Dustwatch Recruiter, 4 Lupine Prototype, 4 News Constrictor, 4 Kessig Prowler, 4 Fiery Temper, 3 Savage Alliance, 2 Collective Defiance, 1 Luric of the Crowlin' Horde, 4 Game Trails, 4 Cinderglades, 8 Forests, and 6 Mountains. Okay, so what does this deck do? Alright, so this is basically your traditional (laughs) stompy deck. It has a handful of turn 1 plays in Village Messenger... And Kessig Prowler. So you've got eight one drops. For two drops, you've got Kessig uh, Kessig Forge Master, Lambolt Pacifist, Dustwatch Recruiter, Lupine Prototype, Noose Constrictor, which is pretty much the entire rest of the creature base. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so the goal of the deck is to play you know one drop, two drop, just curve out and kill your opponent. Right. At your three drop slot slash for cute notable interactions. For your three-drop slot, you have Savage Alliance and Collective Defiance. Right. Savage Alliance is a card that I've gone on about in a couple of our other previous podcasts. Right. It's the two and a red Escalate Uncommon. Creatures target player controls, get trample, deal two damage to target creature, deal one damage to each creature target opponent controls, or target player controls. (laughs) So, like, it's just a really good card to have at your three-drop slot in a deck like this. Because then, you know, yeah, alright, you're blocking all my stuff. Now it all has trample. Now I'm dealing damage to this. Now this thing is completely out of the way. So it just lets you get a bunch of damage in. The deck's also playing the Collective Defiances to have the ability to discard a hand that may be a little lackluster depending on the point of the game you're in. You can do three to the dome with it. You can do four to the creature. Or you can escalate it to do multiples of these. So, like, its three-drop slot is actually super nice and it plays like a traditional aggro deck outside of that. For four drops, I've got one Orc to the Crown Horde because I want to have something for that pseudo late game area. But the big notabilities for this deck is that it's casting a bunch of Werewolves early, Lupine Prototype enables Lambhole Pacifist to attack because mm-hmm, it looks for yeah. a creature with power four or more, right. and if you drop your Noose Constrictor, you can discard your Fiery Temper to deal three to something in the way, deal three to the dome, and Noose Constrictor is just a really good way to swing out, empty your hand, and allow your Lupine Prototype to go in as well. Okay. Well. So, small synergies in the deck between Madness, Noose Constrictor, and just being able to pump for a win and get the additional reach off of discarding something like Fiery Temper, which makes you have a 3-3 that's dealing 3 to target creature that could be in the way, dealing 3 to the face. So, it's just got some good flexibility, and Lupine Prototype is thrown in there to enable the Lamb-Holt Pacifist and just be a big body. Okay. Okay. So, it's just a basically like a red green aggressive deck yeah it's a red green super aggro deck i didn't realize that we were making spicy brews i feel like i've failed now <laughs> um i did also for you know the sake of knowing what this was because we were talking about building budget uh, budget brews i went through and added all these items to my cart on starcitygames.com just because it was the fastest easiest way i could find to do it and this entire list i don't have a cyborg for it um, not counting the eight forests and six mountains because you can go to your local game store. You've probably got these laying around, so I'm not counting them as a factor in cost. This entire list from Star City Games ran fifty-eight dollars and sixty-four cents.
2: All right, which reasonably
1: you can find cheaper than that elsewhere. Yeah, like- you can find cheaper than that by like you know trading to players. You may have opened some of this stuff from packs because like it's a handful of commons and uncommons. The which only most people will here- actually
2: just give you some of these things. Yeah,
1: the only rares in here are Lupine Prototype. Collective Defiance, Uric, Game Trail, and Cinder Cinderglade. Dustwatch Recruiter is actually more expensive than some of the rares in this stack. Most of them,
2: I would say. Well, uh,
1: all yeah. of them at Collective Defiance. Yeah. Dustwatch Recruiter is actually more expensive than every rare in here, but
2: Collective Defiance. Yeah. Which is fair. Um, yay, uncommons. <laughs> Card's good. It is really good. Anyways, you're gonna go next, you want me to? Uh.
0: It's up to you. Do you want me You want me to go with mine? Um,
2: so, I didn't come up with a name for mine, but mine would probably just be like Green Black Delirium or something. I, I don't know. It's just a green black deck. Uh, so, so, like Green Black Aggro, maybe? Yeah, it could be. It, it's more suited towards. Like, it has a mid range with Crit Breaker. But, anyways, uh, I'll go through the list real fast. Uh, it's four Crit Breakers, four Grim Flayers, which this is just super expensive <laughs> for this deck. You're like, I didn't know anything better to put in this spot. Isn't your Grim flare like my entire deck's budget? <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I mean, you can run, like, I I just couldn't find anything that would be better suited for that slot. Because That's it fair. just does so much for the deck. That's right. Um, so it's four Crypt Breakers, four Grim flares, four Lupine Prototypes, four news Constrictors, four Haunted Dead. Um, All right, so we both went the with the uh, news Constrictor. It seems like a really good Noose card News Constrictor's this deck. really good for just, you know, discarding whatever you want. Crypt Break Breaker lets you discard cards to get dudes, which... And this is a more mid-range deck than Tyson, so getting, thing, getting zombies is fine. And then also, if you need to, like, when you have no hand, you can just tap three zombies at the end of the turn, draw a card, and then, like, play a land, cast a spell, and then attack with your prototype. So, like, you can find ways to sneak in card draw while allowing your prototype to still attack. Uh, the haunted decks are good for discarding cards and getting back the getting getting them back, so that way you can st- still get like evasion. Uh, you can block like avians and stuff that fly. Um, so the instant sorcery suite, while well, there's the spell suite, anyways, is two collective brutality, which lets you discard what three card, two cards, uh, along you can with two casting up to two it, cards, yeah, along with casting plus cast, it, plus so casting three. Um, murder one or two murders four grasp of darkness three sinister concoction which is good like I think that card should actually be seeing more play than it actually is right now because like it does a lot of things I think what
1: exactly does sinister concoction do um you pay one life
2: you mill the top card of your library you sacrifice it and you discard a card and it destroys target creature
1: how much does it cost to do that
2: it's one Um, man it's a one man enchantment I think it's one mana to do it. One okay, or two so mana to do black it. black
1: to put it on the field yeah. and one to do it, or black anyway?
2: I, I think it? I think it's black and one to do it, or just black.
1: Okay.
2: Um, Two pick the bla- brains for, you know, more discard. Uh, two creeping dreads, which this card is super interesting to even think about playing. It's a 4 mana enchantment. It's three and a black. At the beginning of your upkeep... Both players, well, all players discard a card, and if the discarded card shares a type with the card that you discarded, that player loses three life. So, like, say I discard a land, and Tyson discards a land, he loses three life. So it's it's a good way to get reach out, and like they're generally going to be discarding like lands or something that they don't want anyway. So when does this take place? At the beginning of your upkeep.
1: Of your upkeep. Yes. So if my opponent has no cards in hand, there's no drawback.
2: No. Yeah. Uh, and then one from Under the Floorboards, which... it There's not much synergy with the Madness in this deck, but, I mean, you can discard it and cast it for, like, 5 or 6, whatever. Uh, there's 24 lands in it, there's 4 Evolving Wilds, 10 Swamps, and 10 Forests, which that can change. I think that it could actually be running a little more Swamps, but th- this is just the first list that I thought of. Um, it's more of a mid-range deck that... You know, you can just discard stuff and just do whatever you want to do with it. It also has a... It's not really super spicy, but it has a zombie sub-theme with the Crypt Breakers, the Haunted Deads, and From Under the Floorboards. So that way you can, you know, just make zombies and just generally just attrition your opponent out. Because they're not going to want to kill tokens with spells.
1: That's true. So one of the big things that I like... And part of why I probably would have thrown Lupine, uh, Lupine Prototype into my list anyhow, and I'm not sure if yours has, um, I'm not sure that yours cares as much, but Lupine Prototype actually gives this deck, my specifically red-green Prototype, a way to not just get blown out by Languish.
2: That's fair. Um, <laughs>
1: that's actually one of the big perks of Lupine Prototype
2: in this type of deck. Um, I mean, Languish does affect me a lot, actually. I think that you're in the same boat where everything but Lupine
1: prototype dies to it?
2: Yes. Uh but I do can all I can also return Haunted Dead. Yeah. So like I have some staying power after the languish. Uh I would say a little bit more than you do.
1: Oh yeah, mine's very all in. Like if I get hit by languish, I'm probably just boned. I'm not even gonna pretend otherwise.
2: That's fair.
0: Anyways. So I I built two
2: decks. Oh, before you oh. continue, uh, the, okay. this deck with the grim players oh, you're, you're still doing is seventy four dollars. Okay. Without them, it's like $30, 34 dollars. So far, I'm winning the budget race. Oh. oh, I also
1: think that mine's probably more effective at FNM level play. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I almost feel like we should acquire these things and, and take these out fun. at FNM.
0: That sounds like fun. Actually, we I can we
1: can try that. this at
2: some point. I mean,
1: it's sixty bucks out of my pocket slash finding it in the store. Okay, so okay. was like I know Dustwatch recruiters and Lamhole pacifists are a hard find.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I have them, so for the intents and purposes of research, I might be able to help out. So I did a I did a second deck here. So if you guys will indulge me for a moment and. Uh, let Two me prototype find. Decks? Yes, I. Wow. Th- there was one. There was one. There was a concept I was playing with, and as I sat here, I just thought of something that would make it work. Because the thing it was missing was a creature base. Like it had everything else, and it was just missing creatures that would make the whole concept work.
2: And... You say his prototype didn't
0: work. Ha <laughs> ha. And I actually like this deck more than the one... Because the, the Rakdos... I built a red-black one. And that was the one I was going to go with first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which, you know... And then I, I started playing around with the idea of doing something else. And, Imagine. uh... Oh, go I feel as far as spice goes... This is, uh, this is definitely... This is definitely a little spicy here. Because it, it takes advantage of Lupine Prototype's text saying... If a player has no cards in their hand, mm-hmm. like you can't attack or block unless a player has. Not necessarily yourself, but a player. So it's non specific in that way. So if you play a lot of hand removal and a lot of different ways of. Making your opponent discard. Mm hmm. And then just putting in stuff to defend behind that. Though I do realize. You know, I not,
1: now that I think about this, I don't think we ever went over
0: Lupine prototype decks, and that was the entire thing that these things were supposed to be about. Why don't you why don't you discuss Lupine prototype and what it does? Alright. So while I do this. So that we can for,
1: kind of So for the sake of fluffing and letting Tim focus. Yeah. <laughs> Gingy, do you know what Lupine Prototype does offhand?
2: It is an artifact werewolf? Artifact creature werewolf construct, I believe. Okay. It's it's a lot of text <laughs> on its or right, no, wolf
1: construct, I think. Not um,
2: But it is a two mana five five. I will pull up Oracle while you go off on your first guess. It is a two mana five five with the line of text that says this wolf or what is it? Lupine prototype cannot attack or block unless a player has no cards in his or her hand.
1: Correct. So that is correct. It is two generic mana. Artifact creature, wolf construct, not werewolf construct. Wolf construct. And it again, it can't attack or block unless a player has no cards in hand. For a 5-5 five five body. so 5-5?
0: I thought it was a 4-4.
1: Four
2: four. No, it's, it's a 5-5. Dang! Why I, it's that's big. why it makes my
1: deck more resilient to languish. Yeah. I'm
2: actually surprised you're not playing the things that say, or any of the spells is like, oh, this thing's going to fight this thing. Or this thing's just going to so pull this thing out of the water.
1: The reason that I didn't do that is because Prey Upon makes things deal their damage to each other. The biggest thing that this deck wants to get out of the way is Naruru Dryad. It wants to get things with Death Touch out of the way. That's fair. <laughs> um, on the turns, I'm going to all-in. Savage Alliance is going to deal one damage to those things, possibly getting them out of the way. For two mana, it'll kill a narrow root Dryad, and deal one damage to all other creatures they have. Wow! Um, oh. If I discard a card to Noose Constrictor, I can Fiery temper it off the field. I can use my Collective Defiance to deal four to it. So I've got a lot of way to get creatures out of the way. That can also go to the face. So I really don't care about having target creature deals its power to target creature you don't control.
2: Yeah, by the time they're casting something that that would actually kill, it's already too late for you.
1: Yeah, like, I don't care about target creature fights target creature you don't control. I don't even care about it. That's fair. Um, this is not good enough in this list, because... It's low to the ground, it gets under things, it's got the Fiery Tempers for removal, it's got the Savage Alliance for removal, it's got the Collective Defiance's potential removal. If I flip my Ulrich, it's gonna fight something off anyhow. So like, I just don't care about things getting in the way. Um, And the reason that I went with this list is because it feels to me, aggro decks generally get empty handed pretty fast. They wanna commit a lot to the board, they wanna get things out of the way, kill your opponent as quickly as possible. Lupine Prototype lends itself really well to that strategy, because yeah. although it says whenever a player doesn't have cards in hand, you're probably going to run out of cards in hand pretty fast in this deck.
2: Yeah. Until you're sitting there with an Ulrich in hand, you're like, I can't cast this. And then uh, I just go uh, uh, to News Constrictor. That's fair.
1: That's why, New- like, News Constrictor News and, and Savage really Line. Uh, News Constrictor and Collective Defiance are in here as fail-safes for having things I can't cast. Unless, of course, the Collective Defiance is the thing I can't cast. Then I'm just like, wow, this is really
0: sad and awkward. That's fair. You okay. done over here? I, I think I might be. Though I did totally forget about <laughs> Transgress the Mind. Card's good. Card is good. <laughs> so, also of note, um, looking
1: at your list, I think it's curve maybe a little high, Ginger? Because, um, like, you do have a lot of 3 and 4 drops to clutter.
2: Yeah, there's... I was thinking about it. The the only there's no three drops in it. Um, really, I thought oh, there's two murders. That's it. Two murders are the three drops.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, admittedly, you also have the failsafe. Collective cards seem to be pretty good safes in these type of decks. Yeah. So you, know, you can use collective brutality and just to discard, discard whatever two things you can't cast or don't want to cast. Or like,
2: I can cast my collective brutality, discard the haunted dead, and then. Bring it back to my graveyard and discard two more cards. Mm-hmm. So now we're
1: getting four cards out of your hand. Yeah. While getting a 2-2 two, two body, a 1-1 one, one body, dealing two... Well, making an opponent lose two life while you gain two life, or... Making them giving a creature a minus two, minus two, or making... Or looking at your opponent's hand and ch- taking an instant or sorcery from it. P.S. Yes, there's a language that I want to take. Yeah. So, like...
2: Killer J's well, like if, take a language?
1: Seems both fine. of our collective cards give us some flexibility on not... On having cards in hand that we can just get rid of them to it. Because yeah. collective defiance gives me a redraw, lets me draw new things, I can play a land for the turn maybe, and cast another one or two drop. If I was sitting on, like, Ulric instead.
2: Yeah. Uh, I also have, like, Crypt Breakers to make me dudes if I, like... I'm sitting there with a from under the floorboards in my hand, I just discard to Crypt Breaker, make like one or two zombies with it, and be like, okay. So now I have three zombies, I can tap and draw a card if I want to. No. Uh, I can also do something really, not really cute, but I can draw my card for turn, play whatever it is, attack with the prototype, and then draw a card off Crypt Breaker. Because mm-hmm. once it's attacking or blocking, it doesn't care anymore. Yep. If you have a card after
1: that, it's already attacking so it's too late to recheck. Once the check is done, the check is done, and it can attack or block as it was already.
0: Okay, you're looking at me. You're not just yeah. going to say, "Hey Tim," you're just going to look. No, at I'm me. just going to look at you. No, we
1: were okay. waiting for you to uh, finish up for sure. We're just looking at you awkwardly until no, you. No, uh, I'm good. I'm good. Tell I have, us that you're done. Pop. I,
0: have, I have two. <laughs> I have two decks. One that would probably work, and okay. one that I'm not entirely sure would work, but it's super cheap and looks kind of. Fun and frustrating to play against, so all right, all right. it might be something. So, I'm gonna go with both of these decks uh, just to kind of pat it out and give us more to talk about here. Um, the first deck is Rectos, okay. um, so, so red black. black. Yeah,
1: so amusingly enough, we all came to these different builds without saying anything to each other whenever we started doing these.
0: Yeah, we all just kind of decided, you know, well, hey, this is the build I want to go with. Which and the
2: awkward thing is.
0: I think I should have built this thing, or Tyson's (laughs) deck. Yeah, I didn't expect you to build this, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. I built, uh, mine has four Lupine Prototype, obviously. No way. Four Olivia's Dragoon. All right. Four Lightning Axe. Four Fiery Temper. Four Fiery Impulse. Four Molten Vortex. Four Asylum Visitor. Four (laughs) Collective Brutality. Four Fury Blade Vampire. Two Blood Hall Priests. And then uh, Eleven Swamp and Eleven Mountain. Alright, so we went super budget on the mana base. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just... It, it, this deck really wants to keep doing things, so playing tangos is really risky, and I just don't play Shadowlands.
1: So Molten Vortex...
0: Yeah, that's for land...
1: the enchantment from Origins, right? Um... I believe it's red, pay a red, discard a land, deal two damage to target creature or player?
0: I believe so. Hold on. Ooh. Red,
1: discard a
2: land... Yeah, I would deal two damage to target creature or player then. Yeah. It's the one, yeah.
1: It's a red, like, one mana, red chase. It's, it's
2: the bad seismic assault.
0: Yeah, it's just it's just a one drop if you don't have anything. Basically, if you're on the play, you're going to want to play this if you don't have your, uh, if you don't have a lightning axe or a fiery impulse in your hand, and you just want to figure out a way to start in with cheap damage.
1: So, not to be that guy, but more as a pun of curiosity... Um, it sounded like you had a lot of vampires. Did you consider Falconrath Gorger for that one? Or were you just avoiding the rare for budget? Because I think it's only like a dollar or something.
0: Well, it doesn't... It doesn't uh, what does Falconrath Gorger do? Let's look it up here. Vampire creatures you control have madness? Yeah. Um, so whenever you discard your Fury Blade vampire, do your Olivia's Dragoon? <laughs> actually, I think that's the... Because my other vampire, I think, has madness already. So I didn't really well, think Paul about Phoenix that. Well, does, but yes. Dragoon and... Fury Blade, don't. Okay. Well, at the point where you're doing that, that might be. Oh, okay. Directly better. Right, is a vampire. Right? Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're both vampires. That's, That's why true. I was like, did Tim just miss that, or did you just not? Win I, I
0: did just miss that. Because you're talking about one drop, so I feel like that might take the molten vortex slot. That very well work. might. Yeah. So let's let's go ahead and look at that real quick. So the molten vortex. Is it a one drop? Yeah, yeah it's, it's a one drop. drop. They're both
1: red one drops.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that brings my
1: cost up. I mean, admittedly, there's the ar- the flip argument. This is why I asked. This was a legitimate, uh, legitimately a curiosity. Uh, did you want the molten vortex because it doesn't get gived by languish?
0: That's true. Yeah, or by creature there, removal. Yeah.
1: The, like that's why this was an actual question. It's like, did you not realize that the
0: card exists because you have a lot of vampires, or did you? actively avoid it i just didn't put it in there because i didn't feel like it did i'm just going to stick with molten vortex because i didn't i have enough creatures here i feel for like a deck that does what it does it has eight uh 12 it has 18 creatures for what it does i feel like that's a decent amount so the molten vortex is just an outlet for discard for land it's a way for rage yeah it's just
2: you get them down to five or six, and then you can just start burning them out with a Vortex.
0: Yeah, like, it's a very, like, the deck is built around the idea that I'm going to dump my hand using uh, discard effects and costi- casting things with madness, like uh, Blood Hall Priest, Fiery Temper, you know, we get those off off of a Lightning Axe, Mm-hmm. Say. Well, the Bloodhall Priest also, uh... Has benefits for if you have an empty hand as well. Yes, correct. Whenever they attack, they deal two ta- two damage to target creature or player. Or when they enter the battlefield, I believe I said. If
1: no player has cards, if you do not have cards in your hand, I believe. No, I, I don't, believe I think Blood All
0: Priest checks for you being empty-handed. All right, let me check on Blood because I know with Lupine Prototype it's both. Yeah. So I was having, I was trying to find something fun with that, but I think. Uh, whenever enters battle, if you yeah, if you have no cards in hand, but that's fine because that's what this deck is built for. Let's go over the cards hand. whole text and say just like if you have no cards in hand, then this. Uh, whenever Blood Hall Priest enters the battlefield or attacks, if you have no cards in hand, Blood Hall Priest deals two damage to target creature or player. And it's how much mana? It is two black red or madness cost of one black red.
1: And it's a Vampire Wizard? Cleric. cleric.
0: Vampire Cleric. It's a 4-4.
1: All right. See, so so that's a good body for four mana, plus an upside for a deck that's emptying its hand, Mm -hmm. plus it has a Madness cost, so you can empty it for emptying your hand while getting its effect from being empty-handed.
0: Yeah, basically, uh, the idea here is um, you want to start out with either your Molten Vortex or... uh, Optimally a lightning axe It feels like you're wasting it in the first turn But you're really just building up Because you get the discard it. Basically you're getting rid of three cards on your first play
1: I don't know that I want to cast a lightning axe on turn one Because like what one drop are you killing with it? What do you really care about at that point?
0: It's not that you care about it It's just you want that empty hand as soon as possible Because you can get that blood hall priest out As soon as turn three if you do it right
2: How turn three because you drop. Because, okay, so you Lightning Axe discard. Oh, madness. Okay, never mind. Never get the mind. Fury
1: Blade Vampire, the Dragoon out. Yeah, one of those two. Line. Both
0: of my two drops give me free discard. Three, so we can at four.
1: Five cards out of hand. We had seven. One draw is eight. Next turn, they play something. You go ninth mana, discard. A, you go third mana, which is your eighth card. I think you have one card. If you're on the play, you're fine. If you're on the draw, you have an extra card.
0: Right. But the thing is, you can discard at any time to your Dragoon. There's no actual limitations. You can give right. it double flying if you want.
1: Right, but I'm putting in the stipulation of you can only discard
0: once for the Fury Blade,
1: as an example.
0: Right. But, you know, it's... You basically have to play to what's going on. Like, if yeah. you have to start out with a Molten Vortex to make that happen, you can do that as well.
1: And a, a Lightning Axe on one just seems excessive, because, like... Yeah, you can set that up, but I don't know. If there's anything you, is going to come down on Terminal that you really care about?
0: Not uh, really. Maybe Mausoleum Wanderer.
1: I guess that's scary enough. Yeah, because you got to get rid of that early.
2: Yeah. normal Giant. way. Oh, okay. potentially. Yeah.
1: All right. So I mean, yeah, but I, these I guess things more one drops worth noting now.
0: Yeah, I mean, you just it's just something to fill your to empty your hand essentially, so that this this will work. I mean, I do. I think that's just basically the one trick pony of it, though, because it just has... Actually, you know what? You bring up that card, and there is one uh, four of in here that I really don't know why it's in here, and that's Asylum Visitor. I don't really know why that's in this deck.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's a little out of place whenever you consider that we're trying to be empty-handed, and that makes it so you draw cards whenever people
0: are empty-handed. I think I justify that by saying we get a little more choice with what we're using, because we already have our discard outlets anyway.
1: That's fair as well.
0: I think that's what like, I was going with, but I still didn't really believe it myself.
1: And I guess it also plays alongside the Lupine prototype having empty-handed effect. Because you can just, like... It gives you more opportunity to discard things to your effects after you start to get empty-handed.
0: Yeah. It's like I, I guess it's justifiable. Yeah, I mean, it works... For the idea of you gaining gas. It's not like a major draw card. Like, you're not drawing a million cards to fill up your hand and have a bunch of shit to deal yeah, with. Yeah,
1: it's not like having a third color in painful truthing or something.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like this is just effective in that it it burns your uh, opponent's field or burns them straight to the face in a lot of ways. And the collective brutality really helps in a lot of that with the discard Getting rid of a creature, yeah. dealing damage, gaining life to get some back from the asylum
2: visitor. And what, what is this, what's his what's the effect? Um target creature gets minus two, minus two. Uh-huh. Look at target opponent's hand. We uh-huh. take he an incident or sorcery. Uh-huh. And then the third one is what I don't remember now. The That's ladder.
0: the one where you your opponent loses two life and you yeah, two two gain two.
2: Yeah.
1: And it is loss of life, so it cannot be redirected to planeswalkers. For anybody curious.
0: So basically, a lot of this is just burning damage straight to the face before combat damage is even done. But it has no combat tricks. It has none of that, like, except for the only one that has combat tricks, obviously, is Fury Blade Vampire, because that's built in. Um, But you're getting, it's
1: not even a combat trick, because they know it's coming when combat happens.
2: Yeah. In brutality, it's a, sor- it's a sorcery. It's a sorcery. Oh, it is. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, uh-huh.
1: it's just me make my opponent discard an instant or sorcery. I think we could. Yes, please. I will take five.
0: Brain in the jar. Just play my it and brain duress <laughs> immediately. That costs way too much. But anyway, um, actually, three. Three is what that costs. But you have an obsession with that card, Brain in the Jar. Yes, I do. I'm, I haven't used it in a while. Are you a fan I- of
2: The Walking Dead?
0: No.
1: For Clarity, Collective Brutality is target opponent.
2: Mm. Yeah. What? I, it's we were sure for uh, Collective so Brutality
1: was target opponent or target player. Collective Brutality is target opponent yeah. for all modes. Yeah. I, Except do, for Creature. Creature can be either player's.
2: I kay. do want to note something, though. Um, if any of these... Well, not Tyson's deck, but if Tim or I are getting Emrakold... Collective Brutality is kind of really good against ourselves. Yeah. So it's like, oh, hey, I'm just going to discard three cards. Like, you can take nothing from my Discard hand. two. I mean, you cast it, and then you discard two more. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So basically discarding three cards. Like, if, if there's a person that emiracles you doesn't have an instant or sorcery, mm-hmm. they choose that mode, they give one of your own creatures minus two, minus two. But then they have to take the minus two, and you get the plus two.
0: That yeah, but that's still making that. them discard another card. Yeah. So, so it would depend on how good the cards
1: in your hand are. Yeah.
0: But yeah, there's no combat tricks here for the simple reason that you don't want your cards in your hand at the start of combat ever with this deck. So Right, because it shuts off
1: Lupine Prototype. Exactly,
0: right? and it also makes Blood Hall Priest less effective. Mm-hmm. So you have no combat tricks here for the simple fact that you want no cards in your hand at the beginning of combat at the very least. Any other time you can have them and deal with them, cast them, discard them, do whatever you have to do, we give you lots of opportunities to discard them, but yeah.
2: So you sound like a bad infomercial right now. We do you? everything for nineteen ninety nine. It discards, actually, it
0: pumps,
1: it flies. Actually,
0: we want to talk about this. Does everything for twenty seven dollars and
2: forty cents. Well, I wouldn't say everything, but it does something. Well, it does, I mean, what does it? It, it, it discards, it
1: flies, it straws, it kills things.
2: Doesn't really, yeah. Okay, fair. It draws a
0: smidge, just so enough it, to keep you gas. Just essentially. a smidge, just a smidge. So that was the first deck I built. Now. Because this obviously, so what, let's let's just have that as a bonus deck. So what do we what do we think about the decks that we've discussed so far?
1: Um, I feel like of these lists, I'd be most willing to take mine to an FNM mm-hmm. or any tournament at all. <laughs> Ouch! I don't even know if I would honestly like. I might sit down and play Tim's as like casual trolling new player standard deck. Don't even, don't even Bro, say anything. I'm not anything. sure about gingers. Like, right. I'm building it, and I'm going <laughs> to kill people with it. Like, So, basically,
0: off, what you're gingers, saying is...
1: Gingers is the budget of Tim's and mine combined.
0: <laughs> Just First about. off.
1: Secondly, I genuinely think it's the least effective build of them.
2: That's fair. I'm bad at building decks. (laughs) I will straight up say that. Like,
1: the only reason I will play Gingers is because I want to try playing a deck with Grim Flare at some point,
0: and his has four Grim Flares in it. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) God, I hate you. Uh,
1: I wish I was kidding. I I'm think sorry. I think you
0: can hate. Me. I think leaving it up to us to talk about each other's decks was a bad idea because you're a massive egomaniac. No, I and actually think, like yours. I, I think would play de-
1: yours sitting down to like test games with people. I don't know that I'd ever take it to FNM.
0: I, 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 I would play yours. I think this deck has potential. That's the great part about it. I mean, so what we well, I'm play- hearing is we're
2: all just gonna build these decks
0: and play at FNM.
2: That might be the
0: way that we're gonna. Well, I don't know if we'll play at FNM. We might have like a round robin. Among the God. three of us and give that a shot And actually The person who requested this He he likes to play silly decks every now and again So I did brew a fourth deck So that might be the reason for that fourth deck We could have him uh, have him involved <laughs> What? We're just going to have a prototype FNM Next week Yeah, yeah place, So Travis that's prototype. what you get
1: <laughs> Now I feel like we have to put something on the line for this But we'll discuss that where other people can't hear this. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like we'll we'll try to we'll try to make this interesting. Hey, and before we go to the fourth deck, now hold on. No, it, I'm not I'm not done like talking about this F and M thing though. Okay. Um, first of all, uh, memory lapse podcast at gmail Go ahead and let us know which deck you liked. We'll read them off again after I uh, go through this this uh, fourth deck. And let us know which one you like. Which one? Let us know which one you enjoy. You would play in an FM or play casually with your friends and things like that.
1: So, are, are we going to have a popularity contest among the audience then? Yeah,
2: oh, I'm
0: God. all right
1: with this. Yeah, we'll see. What Don't he-
2: let Tyson win this.
0: It's only gonna be Travis again.
1: Pick <laughs> the that you genuinely think is best. I apologize for mine probably being the least spicy of them because I didn't know that we were building spicy lupine prototype builds.
0: Oh. Otherwise, I'd have built, like, mono-blue prototype. You should have known. It was Travis. He loves Spicy decks. <sighs> he loves it. He loves that spice. He, nah. not, he just brings in Sriracha
2: and just dumps it on your playmat. <laughs> yeah. so, so, anyway, it
1: Ging- wins by default because he's the redhead?
2: Yep. You so, heard him. So, anyway, what were you saying there, Gingy? No, nah, that was basically what I was going to say. Have you, you guys email us on which ones you would actually oh, okay, so want to play. On. Yeah. Like, whether or not, like, you have would have, like... If you would have fun playing it, and that's the one that you would start with to then, you know, build a further, right, so, a not prototype, or, so or,
1: or potential tweaks for the ones that we did post.
2: Yeah, could do that too.
0: So, so with the uh, so at the end of this podcast, we'll reread our list for you. That way, it'll Pretty be great. compiled in one place. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah, we're just gonna go over the list. We're not gonna actually discuss it again. Oh, no, it's fine. like that's. I just have them in one place. So. Here's this bonus deck that we may push upon Travis if he wishes to play in our round robin FM <laughs> special. Uh, this one has, you know, we read the wording on Lupine Prototype where it said if a player has no cards in their hand, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. So I played around the idea of instead of dumping your hand, but forcing your opponent to never have cards in their hands ever, 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 ever. ever. So. What I'm, what I have in this other deck, four duress, four whispers of emerical, two creeping dread, four mind rot, four asylum visitor, four altars reap, four deadbridge shaman, four lupine prototype, three Zolaport cutthroat, three Calastria healer, and three tormenting thoughts. It's a lot of threes. Yeah, <laughs> but this deck, <laughs> this deck what does are you things. Laughing about.
1: I think. Pick- I re um, I retract my statement <laughs> of Ginger having the jankiest build <laughs> that I wouldn't play, <laughs> and I think it's this one. Oh yeah! Admittedly, Mono Black Eight Rack was a deck for a while, <laughs> and this is looking akin to that, just with a five damage a turn clock instead.
0: <laughs> and what's funny is, uh, if there comes to a point where you're playing against a heavy card draw deck. You just tormented thoughts your dead bridge shaman and mill them for or take four cards out of their hand at once.
1: What's Tormented Thoughts?
0: Tormented Thoughts is a sack a creature, target opponent discards the amount of cards for its power. Ooh. And then Dead Bridge Shaman, when it dies, target opponent discards a card. Dead Bridge Shaman is a three one. Why don't you play the Black Vessel? Because that puts you in delirium. That doesn't no, what is it. what is the best what is the black it, vessel? Do? It's makes w- your opponent exile two cards exile two hand?
2: cards from their hand at random. Oh, oh, okay. No, it's exile two cards. Never mind. It's not at random. Also,
1: you have whispers of emerald, so you would probably want to head toward delirium to actually cast him Torok against them.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Making them discard you know two cards at random again. Yeah, and then we have I have mind rot that makes them discard. Well, it's not random. No, so they discard random, two though. cards, but the thing is, I was staying away from delirium because I realize that this has creature, artifact, sorcery, and I don't really want to run Evolving Wilds to try and get lit, because this doesn't have the same discard outlet, so that's I mean, kind of the issue. land
2: enchantment. Can you activate the vessels at instant speed? Uh, yeah, all
1: of them, but the black one,
2: actually. The black real, one does yeah. have
1: the sorcery speed restriction. I was oh, about to boy. Say,
2: making them exile two cards in their draw step seemed really good.
1: No, the black one has a sorcery speed. Generally, um, effects that make your opponent discard cards... ...have sorcery speed restrictions. There's very few instant speed discard spells. Yeah. Um, The only ones that come to mind immediately are Esper Charm, where target player discards two cards, and Culligan's Command, where target player discards a card.
0: Yeah. So, I, uh... I know this deck sounds bad, but it does a lot of, you know, things... It has life gain, it has direct life removal with Zolport Cutthroat, and Calastria Healer. It has little combat tricks with... we well, are not really combat tricks, but it has little uh, interactions with Altar's Reap. And again, Zolport Cutthroat, and Dead Bridge Shaman, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, it just has a lot of different things. That it, this one was hard. This one was the one that I didn't really... I was initially going to present something like this, but then I'm like, I can't really find a good game closer. Get
2: a good finisher? You mean a 5-5 five, is not a good finisher?
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the 5-5 five,
1: five beater is a 5-5 five, five beater. That's true, but that's... Plus, but... you've got the 3-1 beater and Asylum Visitor. Yeah. Plus the 3-1 beater in and Dead Bridge, And then Zolport yeah. And Cutthroat.
0: Yeah, and Zollaport Cutthroat and Clash, um, Zolport, and Clash Rehealer.
1: Thro- Zolport Cutthroat and Clash Rehealer actually seem like the out-of-place links of that deck, if I was going to pick any.
0: They are very out-of-place, but I had to find something that was a good uh, a good life gain, so I it's a good got Colastria Healer life. there, but the thing is, you can't have Colastria Healer without Zillaport Cutthroat. You just can't do it. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's a rope bump that gains life, so, like, I can understand that. Yeah. though, I if you don't have both of them, they both look really out of place. I mean, even when you have both, it's, like,
0: maybe out of place still. Even though, to be honest, I probably could have just put in, like, four Collective Brutalities and then, like, have a couple <laughs> Transgresses in here. Or, you know,
1: the four Collective Brutalities and then four of the Enchantments. But uh, yeah. we can enable Delirium to make Whispers of Embercle discard two at random. That's true. So basically, this. Ooh, oh. that would have been a fun finisher for that deck, too. You could have played Distended Mindbender. What?
2: No, that thing's good. <laughs> the
1: eight mana Eldrazi that makes your opponent discard a card with CMC three or less that's not a land and a card that's CMC four or greater. Oh, yeah. Yep. With yep. a merge of five black, black. Yeah. So you can emerge your dead printer <laughs>
0: and make them discard, discard three. <laughs> So basically oh basically what we have here is four shells with incredible potential. Not incredible I but some say potential. I would assume that they all
1: have incredible potential. Well, but I mean there's something there for all of them.
0: Mine do, Tyson's does, Gingy's does not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad at building decks, but I'll play whatever you give
1: me. Okay. I mean so, I feel like that mono black one could actually be a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, especially if you do opt for the distended mind benders and the collective brutalities or the vessels. I feel like that's a really big upgrade in the awkward Zul'port cutthroat and J uh, healer slots potentially, but again, this is these were built with budgets in mind. So like, <laughs> I adding eight rares over eight uncommons
0: is a significant increase to the price. And the, the price of this black the deck currently, really
1: the vessels are, but the collective brutalities aren't. No, you have choices of uh, sure.
0: mindbender, brutality, and vessels. So, like four x of those three, or some mix and match of those three. And the price of this is currently seventeen dollars and thirty cents. So you get what you pay for with this deck. It needs a little. <laughs> it needs some TLC. Yes. And a couple bucks. <laughs> no, no! You gotta play that. You gotta play that so we can report back on how awful it is. And like
1: realistically, no. realistically, yeah. what we may do is just like build proxy lists of these because. I already have two standard decks. I really don't feel like committing $60 to a third, regardless of how amusing it would be.
0: Yeah, I keep talking about going back to band Spirits, but let's face it, I'm going back to Mono Blue Prison, because it just, it does things against Bant Coco, and if that's all there's going to be, then I'm going back to a slightly modified version of... Hmm? We're, we're about there. Okay. We're about there, so... So, uh... You want to go ahead and read off our list here quick? and uh... <laughs> All right. So, so again,
1: to vote for option number one, the most superior FNM list. Why yours got to be option number one? Because we started from left to right. They don't know that, but it's how we're sitting. And I read mine first in the first place. And Ooh. also, his option- ego is huge as shit. <laughs> Like, so, for option number one, red-green prototype, the Tyson's best of the four FNM decks, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Tyson's Build, which Tim and Ginger <laughs> is going to tell everybody not to vote for anyhow. Not, no, No, you can no. vote
0: for the deck, just don't vote for it because it's Tyson. <laughs> I don't think anybody would vote for it because it's Tyson. So. <laughs> See?
2: So we're
1: already telling everybody not to vote for it. Well, no, you like, just...
2: I don't care if you vote for the deck, but don't vote for the deck because it's Tyson's deck.
0: I don't,
1: so I you're don't. telling people not to vote for it because it's me? Or are you telling them to vote for it if you want to vote for it, but yes. don't vote for it just because it's yeah, me. Yeah, that one. Okay.
0: Yeah. We're not he's not directly punctuation saying. Matters. <laughs> <Whatever>. um, punctuation matters. <laughs> Whatever.
1: Punctuation punctuation is spoken is word. Yep. The cu- the pause for the comma. Anyways, break your deck. <laughs> Read it. Now go. Red, green prototype. Okay. For Village Messenger. Four Kessig Master, four Lambholt Pacifist, four Dustwatch Recruiter, four Lupine Prototype, four Noose Constrictors, four Kessig Prowlers, four Fiery Tempers, three Savage Alliances, two Collective Defiances, and one Auric of the Crawling Horde. Four Game Trails, four Cinderglades, eight Forests, six Mountains. Okay. I kind of want to hit you right now. Because <laughs> I got to go four, three, two, one, and end it on the... Anywho
2: <laughs> uh, Mine's just green-black prototype I guess that's just what the name's gonna be for a while Until we actually build these things uh, Four Crypt Breakers Four Grim flares, Four Prototype Four Noose constructor, Four Haunted Dead Two Collective Brutality Two Mirror Four Grasp of Darkness Three Sinister Concoctions Two Pick the Brains Two Creeping Dreads One From Under the Floorboards Four Revolving Wilds Ten Swamps And Ten Forests Okay And my
0: deck, which is the Rakdos, which is the black-red prototype build, is four Lupine Prototype, four Olivia's Dragoon, four Lightning Axe, four Fiery Temper, four Fiery Impulse, four Molten Vortex, four Asylum Visitor, four Collective Brutality, four Fury Blade Vampire, two Blood Hall Priest, eleven Swamp, and eleven Mountain. Alright, so
1: here's a question real quick. Yeah. Do we, just because, you know bit of fan interaction you know people actually listen they're making their votes super matter whoever whatever deck gets the most votes just you know for the sake of this uh we divide the cost three ways Mm -hmm. we build that deck and one of us plays the most voted for deck at fnm you
0: know whoever designed it okay do we want to do that uh sure we can do that yeah yeah so I hope Gingy's deck doesn't win, because I don't want to split that cost. Right? Ginger's <laughs> most expensive. But <laughs> anyway... Admittedly, there's only a $5 difference between his and mine, whenever it's divvied through ways. So yeah. anyway, uh, that would be... Uh, you can vote for us at podcast at gmail.com. And I don't think we have... Because I have a Twitter. I don't know if... Because I, I know I post a lot of this stuff on Twitter. I don't have a Twitter. I never bothered. I, I
2: did, but I don't use it. So, so I have a Twitter.
0: Less. You can vote for it there. Um... So mention hashtag uh, prototypes <laughs> MLP. Has-
2: Has- ha- MLP MLP prototypes, prototypes.
0: MLP pro- hashtag MLP prototypes at another reviewer with uh, your choice of deck, either Tyson's, Gingy's, or Tim's. So I guess that'll work there, and people wonder what the hell is going
1: on. <laughs> 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 hashtag MLP prototype Gingy.
0: <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Okay. So that's that's how we'll settle this. Uh, So either via Twitter or via email, let us know which deck you like the most. I
1: almost feel like you and I should just vote for Gingy's by default. (laughs) So that
0: he has to pilot this train wreck
1: at FNM.
2: (laughs) I keep the Grim players.
0: Well, see, basically, I think it's going to be one of those things where Travis is going to be the deciding factor on what this. What if we
1: both vote for Jinji, Yeah. But we, Travis, Travis... Do you, Travis, Travis,
0: you <laughs> hear this? This Travis is a conspiracy. Is an actual, like, listener, though. Speaking of conspiracy. I, I make it act like we only have one listener, but, like, I started putting up the videos just today, and we got, like, I don't know, 15 views so far on those things. Yeah. So. I have an idea We for love next you guys. Week. What's that? Or should we wait until next week? we to talk about conspiracy drafts.
1: Uh, by next Monday, I'll have at least two or three under my belt, so I'm okay yeah. with that. I might. I, uh, I'll i probably try to try to do that. Uh, when is it?
0: When's our conspiracy draft in the store? We're
1: having one Thursday night into Friday at midnight. Can't do that because I work. And then we have one Saturday at 3 p.m. instead of 2. Uh, Normally they start at 2, but Gigi works till 3, so we're pushing it back an hour. I,
0: I work Saturday. I don't know when I work till. You work Saturday? Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. Yeah, and we all know how my hours work. He also works work. Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's working real hours that he can't make the draft. Yeah, my hours are super erratic. Like, I have no idea when I'm going to be available. That's kind of why I do this, because this is the dream. Oh my god, my dream involves Tyson. Ugh. Uh, anyway. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> just skip over the redhead. So anyway. Well, you're not bad, Genji. I mean, oh. you're, you're Twinky enough that I can just pretend. But anyway... I the better part of the stream. i nightmare. <laughs> so anyway, on that, uh, I think uh, that was probably the worst joke I could have told. So... <laughs> oh, God. I really hope we don't get younger listeners and they're going to be like, Mommy, Mommy, what's a twink? Uh, I almost feel like I'm going to have somebody alter a nightmare
1: to have my face on it and give to you now. Oh, God. Terrible magic cards!
0: Yay! All right, so I think that's it. Is there anything else we want to talk about, or uh, how much time do we have left? Or are we actually uh, like there? We're, we're over because I'm trying to right, trying to right. keep these sort of shorter because we we've had a lot of long episodes recently. And, and like I don't really back down think down to like the 45 minute hour mark. Yeah, because I don't think it's really that necessary for us to talk for that long on these things. So I mean, that's another thing. You know, questions, comments, concerns, whatever. Memory lapse podcast at gmail If you want them to be longer, if you like them longer, that's fine. But uh, we on- <laughs> Shut up, Gingy! <laughs> we don't mind going bigger for you folks if you think it's better. Yeah, I, I prefer shorter ones, to be honest, because I get winded very easily.
1: Um, I was going to go over what I played at Modern this weekend, um, but we don't have the time. For actually- anybody curious... For anybody curious, message, I'll shoot you the deck list. It was Temer Scapeshift, Shift. I played it a Modern PPTQ.
0: Actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a good lead, because I have a Temer deck that, or not a Temer, a Modern deck that's actually, you know, pretty decent and pretty n- non-existent. So, <laughs> maybe that's something we can do at another time. Gingy, what do you got for Modern? You got anything? I don't think I have. I have really
2: Mardu tokens, but I'm probably going to move away from that.
0: Okay, so whatever you have, because you already have an idea for next week's episode. so Yeah,
1: so Conspiracy next week, Modern the week afterwards, maybe?
0: Yeah, 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 seems good, because I, I kind of want to talk about the, the deck that I played in Modern and then snuck into Legacy. So. Admittedly, I think that we should, like, I don't feel like
1: we've given Legacy a lot of love, hmm. so I feel like we should probably do a Legacy one before a Modern one, because we've talked about Modern at least once before
0: yeah okay i mean legacy essentially i'll be talking about the same thing but the legacy one i just built and i actually kind of like the legacy I, version of it that's so.
1: fine i know Gingy has played a couple established legacy decks i've played a myriad of decks throughout my course of playing legacy so i can talk about a couple different things but i will probably talk about my one true love
2: i'm Go talking boy. about my new baby
1: so
0: all right so on All that right. Note, so that's it. So next time, conspiracy, and then the time after that, legacy. Unless we forget or think of something else to do. So, I am Tim, and I want to thank you for listening, and goodbye. And I'm Jinji. See ya. And I'm Tyson. Shut I'm up. Just
1: wah, <laughs> Shut
0: up.
1: Vote for Red Green prototype.